T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's 9.36. I'm Debbie Monterey along with Tom Ackerman. What happens to the 13,000 children who end up in the Missouri foster care system? And how can that system be improved? That was the topic of a recent House Budget Subcommittee hearing. One plan includes the hiring of an additional 100 staffers as part of Phase 1 of a rebuild and reform of the Children's Division. Beyond the additional staffing requests, what else needs to be done? Joining us is the director of the Children's Division of the Missouri Department of Social Services, Daryl Missy. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Debbie. Glad to be with you today. Yeah, that number is a little staggering, 13,000 children in Missouri foster care. How generally do kids come into the system, Daryl? Well, when I was on the bench, I was a judge in Jefferson County, and, and when I was on the bench, my, my experience was most of the children come into the system because of uh, what we call neglect, which is broadly defined. Uh, almost any, any kind of trouble could be qualified as neglect, and then normally it was about uh, addiction, mental illness, or poverty. You know, those are the things. Of course, you've got child uh, abuse that happens, but that's, a, that's a really a minority of the cases. Most cases deal with those other problems that result in a parent being unable to take care of their child in those circumstances, and then those children wind up in foster care. There's a study, Daryl, that suggests Missouri removes children from their homes at a rate nearly twice the national average. Is that right? Why is that? I believe that is right. Uh, I've I I noticed it I noticed it anecdotally when I was being a judge that, that, that it seemed like there were cases coming that could have been prevented, and we had a lot of cases uh, as compared to some other counties. And I would think, why is that true? Why is that happening? And then when I got here, I began to do the research and find out that in fact Missouri has double the number of kids in foster care compared to the national average per capita. Uh, that uh, we we have. Uh, we ha- we are fifth in the nation uh, of kids in foster care per capita, and and good functioning child welfare systems uh, protect protect children, help families uh, without removing the children. So we are we are way down on the list, and uh, I think we really need to do work to turn that around. And one of the other concerns is the staffing levels that you have to work with, because we reported last last year that there was a. A 55% turnover rate with caseworkers in the Children's Division. I think it was 88% in the Kansas City area. And there was one caseworker who said he had 80 open cases and was making $35,000 a year before he quit. And it must be very difficult to hire people under conditions like that. So is that is that I'm sure that's one reason you're asking, hoping to have additional funds to hire people and raise wages? Absolutely. I think it's essential. If we don't do that, our hope of doing all the other things uh, kind of goes out the window. We have to have adequate funds to pay these folks adequately for the difficult job they do. And when I came here, uh, I came here because I wanted to do reform. You know, and and what I discovered was before we could do reform, we had to rebuild. And so, you know, we talk about our plan. We talk about it as being a plan to rebuild and reform Children's Division. And the first step in rebuilding it 
is making sure that that our folks uh, have a are, are paid what the market demands for the hard work that they do. And then we will have enough people around them. We'll be able to hire enough people and keep enough people uh, to do that work. And then those people can work on on the reform initiatives that we have, which is to try to do prevention, to try to uh, keep children out of foster care, try to take care of families, to, to, to really work with people to help them. When we get enough people, I believe we'll be able to do that. Daryl, are there states or a state that does the best job and, and how do they get there? Well, there are uh, there are uh, I've talked to people in a lot of you know a lot of people in other states uh, where I've talked to directors and uh, there are different approaches in different places. But one state I'm particular I'm particularly interested in is Maryland because Maryland is the same size as Missouri, has similar de- demographics as Missouri. And between 2006 and 2016, they reduced the number of kids in foster care from over over 12,000 to under 4,000. And over that time, I've talked to the person who was the director in Baltimore City in that time. I've talked to uh, I've talked to the director in Washington, D.C., who worked there during that time. And uh, they told me that they did a lot of the things we're trying to do, which is, is uh, you know, take care of their own staff, uh, make sure that the approach is family friendly, uh, do everything they can to do prevention. And then when cases have been in the system, work to get those children uh to their to their longer term stable placement quickly rather than have people languish. So if a child's ready to go home, have them go home. If if grandma is ready to do a guardianship and it doesn't look like they're going to get to go home, do that as quickly as you can. If if uh, if the parents are not going to be able to get that child back and that child's in a pre-adoptive placement, do it promptly. So I think by doing both things, by working uh, to do prevention on the front end and working to move cases more expeditiously on the back end, I believe we'll be able to do what Maryland did. And bring that number down. If we cut the number in half, we would be at the national average and we would have 7,000 fewer children. And I think that would be better for everybody. We're speaking with the director of the state's children's division, Daryl Missy, and you've mentioned prevention twice. And that seems to be a hard sell in Missouri for some reason, whether we're talking about policing or, or anything else, because you mentioned that one of the big reasons children end up in foster care are poverty, mental illness, and addiction. And it's very difficult to, I think, convince a lot of people to put money into the prevention part of that so that the kids don't end up in foster care in the first place. In other words, help help the families so they don't get to that position. So how do you change that mindset in Jefferson City? Well, I've been telling my own story, uh, frankly. You know, when I, when I ran for office myself, uh, I, I never wanted to be a judge. It wasn't on my, it wasn't on my dream list. I, I did it because I felt like the system that was there was was not functioning in a way that was fair uh, to families. And I put my own life in, 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 I compared my own life to the lives of these kids because my mother had a severe mental illness that we managed and she was a wonderful person. But there, there were times in my family's history that you would have walked into my family and you would have taken me into foster care uh, and it would have been wrong. What we needed was help. And other family members came around and gave us help. You know, so I, I'm, 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 I'm speaking from the heart about this issue. And I know that there are a lot of people who've come through my court who've gotten their children back and done well that, that I can point to and say that's the issue. But I'm, I'm asking people to consider their own family. I mean, none of us live in a perfect family. I'm going to just take, take whatever dysfunction is in your family, whatever challenge your family had, and imagine that it spun completely out of control and came to a difficult place. But for the grace of God, these kids could be you. And if we see addiction as a psychological and psychiatric condition, 
uh, which it is, uh, then then automatic removal, uh, automatic removal of a child or a dismemberment of a family because of that issue is completely unfair. It doesn't happen to families of means. Uh, it happens to the poor. And I think that we need to completely change our approach to be more proactive with folks who are looking like there's going to be trouble rather than reactive to where, okay, this got bad enough now that we're just going to, we're, we're just going to remove children. It would be like us dealing with medical care to say, we're not going to do anything for your conditions or your illness until it's bad enough to put you in the hospital and then we'll act. So I think changing that mindset is, is something we need to do. And I'm, I, and I'm, uh, I believe that we're making that case. People are hearing it. I think they understand it, and I think the state is going to be able to move that way. A longtime judge, the director of the Children's Division of the Missouri Department of Social Services, Daryl Missy, with us on Total Information AM. Daryl, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. Oh, I, I love the chance to talk to you. Uh, let me know anytime you, you want more information or want to talk about this. I, I'm, I'm excited about where we're going, and I appreciate you all taking the time to look into the issue. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 